I thought that uh, Norwegians use English at the time because I'm not so familiar with Norway. I don't know what is their language, their culture or... Hi, welcome to Norwegian Newcomers, the podcast where we hear fragments from the lives of Norway's immigrant population. My name is Vedran Atanovic and in today's episode we'll meet a newcomer who's become a Norwegian teacher. But I know when I hear how they talk, oh, you came from Bergen, oh, you came from Nur Norge. We will hear about her life here as well as her observations about the Norwegian language and culture. All I can say is when you learn a different language, you will not just learn a different terminologies, but you will learn to think differently in other perspectives. This is Donita's story. Donita, welcome and uh, thank you for contacting us through our homepage. First, I would like you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, before I start, I would like to say thank you once again for giving me the opportunity to share my story, my experiences here in Norway. I am Donita Rose Iskaget, so I came from the Philippines. I am 27 years old. I am an English teacher, and now I am also an authorized teacher or qualified teacher here in Norway. Currently, I am teaching in an elementary school. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. For a young lady, that's a, a lot that you are already doing in your life. But before we came to your life in Norway, I would like to hear about your home country. Okay, so I can start a little bit about history of the Philippines. Philippines is also very popular when it comes to its history, how it was colonized by the Spaniards or the Spanish it was colonized about 330 years. So most of us Filipinos, we can usually understand some words in Spanish. And in our daily conversation, we use some Spanish words. And some of us can count in Spanish. And also after the colonization of Spanish, there comes the Japanese, there comes the Americans. And that's the history why some of the Filipinos, they can adapt easily and understand English because we use English from preschool. We have some subjects just like mathematics, science, that we use English as a medium of communication and teaching. So I can say that when it comes to language, we Filipinos tend to learn it easier because, of course, of our alphabet and, of course, about the history that we already experienced in the old times. I can speak Norwegian, English, a little bit in Spanish. I know some song in Spanish. I can count in Spanish. But Philippines, they have also a lot of dialects. So in Cebu, in Mindanao, they have different dialects. And there's a place in the Philippines who until now use Spanish as their way of communication. So learning a language is uh, normal to us. For example, you will visit a place in Visayas and uh, some of the Visayans, even they uh, use different dialects, they still understand each other. And also right now we have this Taglish so we use Tagalog, our mother tongue, and English at the same time. So we can decode. Yeah, I study language. So this is 
you call it decoding, we use different uh, language at the same time. Sometimes me and my friends here in Norway, we use Tagnosk, Tagalog and Nosk. We blend <laughs> and mix Tagalog and Norwegian at the same time. And we still understand each other. I think even the Syrian or the refugees, they have kebab nosh. So they mix their own mother tongue with nosh. It's kind of interesting to know that uh, language is alive. Language changes and language can adapt with each other. Just like immigrants who adapt uh, their lives living in other countries. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you in that point because it became as a normal now mixing Norwegian, Serbo-Croatian and English, at least in the house. But now you're teaching Norwegian. Yes. I also teach now in Voxne Oplaring. It is a place when uh, they teach immigrants how to speak Norwegian. And also I am teaching English, science and mathematics to those who are planning to take uh, a Mm, I know it in Nosk. Uh, it's a Vidre Otdaning, or they will take a course in Vidregonde, senior high school, Vidregonde school. Yeah. So if there are immigrants who want to continue their profession or want to study in Norway and they need to finish all those subjects, they need to study that in Voxne Oplaring. I'm not totally sure what is the translation of Voxne Oplaring, but that is the school where the immigrants learn Norwegian. So every community or municipality in Norway have this Voxne Oplaring. So that's, it sounds really interesting, and which means that you are meeting on a daily basis a lot of newcomers. I would like to hear what's your impression. The first time that I've seen some immigrants who also want to learn Norwegian, I see myself with them. I see how they are very eager to learn Norwegian. That's why I feel that my purpose in teaching is also sharing my knowledge and experiences and of course my strategies. How I've learned Norwegian and finished my studies and get a job here in Norway. That is one of my endeavors also to inspire them that there's nothing impossible in life. So I've also started from scratch because migrate from the other countries, you will start from zero. And some of the immigrants feel, uh, oh, it's very hard to understand Nosh. I don't know how to start, where the words came from, why the refrigerator is Sholes Cup, <laughs> what is happening in Norwegian language. And then I, I just share to them some of my uh, strategies, how I used to memorize. And then when I have learned new words, I tend to write it and then use it. Because when you use it and practice the language, time will come that it will be natural to you to use it on your daily basis or on your daily life. But what do you think now I'm asking because of myself? <laughs> too. My main problem is I'm shy. I'm totally shy. Even, you know, I understand quite a lot and more and more, which is, I, I guess it's normal, understandable. And I can communicate, but I'm shy or I still have that. If I make mistake, uh, I feel sound stupid. I will sound stupid. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that I'm yeah, saying. Those are the things that immigrants 
feel they are nervous, they don't want to talk. But you know what? Here in Norway, they have their linguistic culture that they will not say to you, oh, you're wrong grammar or you say you say it wrong. It's uh, not good. It's not understandable. They're not like that. Norwegians are very understanding. And also they tend to help you because I've experienced that in my work. When I don't know something, I will ask, uh, what can you tell me more about this thing? I'm not so sure. Can you please help me? Uh, they are very helpful. And that's one of the things that I really admire to the Norwegians. And uh, I think uh, the grammar is not so important. The important thing is you communicate effectively. They understand what you are talking about or what do you want to say to them. I also feel nervous at the beginning, but uh, if you will not accept the fact that you will commit mistake, you will not learn because we learn from our mistakes. But they must know their limitation. If you are tired and you want to learn something and your mind doesn't absorb all the things, just stop it. Learn the language creatively with different kinds of things. You can watch movies, you can entertain yourself. And in that way, even though you're just entertaining yourself, you're learning at the same time. Because uh, I've uh, noticed when a child from other country migrated in Norway, they learned the language quickly. But the adult, it's kind of hard and difficult to them to learn Norwegian. Why? Because they are pressured. Because you're not learning the language the same way the children learned it. The children learned it with their playmates, with fun, fun learning. They used to play with some Norwegians and then they, oh, it's like this. And they already use the language to communicate with their playmates. And like we adults, oh, I need to write this. I need to read this. I need to learn this like that. But if you try to learn the language creatively and use your time wisely and you don't press yourself a lot, you will understand it as time goes by. All I can say is when you learn a different language, you will not just learn a different terminologies, but you will learn to think differently in other perspectives. Because Norwegians, the way of the structure of their sentence is different to our uh, structure of sentence. And they are very blunt. They are very direct to the point. Unlike in our country, in the Philippines, we don't talk very bluntly or directly. We choose some words that can be more acceptable to a person. But here in Norway, what you see is what you get. If you want to tell it, just tell it and say it directly. I think Norwegian language is a very incredible language. Because when you learn Norwegian language, you can also understand a little Danish, Denmark language, Swedish, the language in Sweden. Because uh, they are a little similar to each other. I have an auntie. She has a boyfriend who came from Denmark. And then he talked to me. And then my auntie was shocked that, oh, you understand each other? Yeah, I kind of understand the, his uh, language, even though he is Danish. It's just like that he have an accent. It's also in our course in the university that we need to learn or be familiarized with different dialects in Norway. Because when I will work in the school, I will talk with different uh, parents of the children's 
who also came from different places all over Norway, who have different dialects that I must understand. For example, here in Trondelag or Sir Trondelag, we use Trondish dialect. So sometimes I used to mix the Trondish dialect and the Bukmol of Norwegian. And then they still understand me because most of the people here use Trondish dialect. But you know what? There are lots of Norwegians from all over Norway who also go to Oslo or live in Oslo and then they mix it. Just like in Bergen, they have a very different accent or dialect that sometimes it's also kind of hard to me to understand when I talk to someone who came from Bergen. But I know when I hear how they talk, oh, you came from Bergen. Oh, you came from Nur-Nurge or Northern Norway. So, yeah. So, to make some conclusion, it's a complex. It's not so easy to learn or to teach or, yeah, both. But now it's a good time to tell us how Donita, how Norway shows up on your map. So, uh, when I was graduating in the university, I have my auntie who has her daughter in Norway and they asked me if I want to meet some one Norwegian and I said it's fine to me I can try to practice English I thought that uh, Norwegians use English at the time because I'm not so familiar with Norway I don't know what is their language their culture or and then uh, I tried to talk with my husband now, but in the time uh, he, he is my boyfriend, we use English and he only used uh, Google Translate. That's why sometimes I don't understand what he really means. <laughs> but now we always use Norwegian or Norsk when we are communicating with each other. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to Norwegian Newcomers and remind you that if you want to further support our podcast, we have a Patreon. There, you will get every episode one week before everyone else. And we will be able to continue with this project that we really love. You can find us at patreon.com slash Norwegian Newcomers, or you can press the link in the episode description. Thank you very much. It really would mean a lot. When I was teaching in the Philippines, uh, 2014 to 2015, he visited me three times in one year, because they really want to invite me to visit Norway. But in the time, I have a contract with a school. I cannot just fly in Norway. I need to take care of my advisory class and finish my contract first. In the Philippines, if you want to be a professional teacher, you must pass the license exam. And then I said to myself, if I pass my license exam, I will visit Norway. <laughs> That is the first time that I have taken an airplane is from the Philippines to Norway. When I came here in Norway, it's fall season. All the shades of brown, there's snow leaves in the trees. And I thought that, what, what is Norway? Why it looks like this? It looks like a horror movie. There's no people outside. It's very silent. And then uh, I visited the mother of uh, my husband and his father and they talk in Norwegian and I fell asleep because I don't understand anything on, on the first time. But uh, as time goes by, 
I fell in love with the nature because the spring season they started to yeah grow and you will see there's a lot of places in Norway that's very beautiful. The sceneries are magnificent. For example, in Geiranger, the fjords. Oh my God, I'm I feel so blessed that I I visited those places here in Norway. They're astonishing, amazing, all those beautiful words that I can say. And and then yeah, I try to cope up living here. My husband is very helpful to me, and also I find a job very quickly because I visited him last April, and then I go back to the Philippines July. I process my papers, and then. Uh, migrated in Norway in October and on that same month I started to work in the fish fabric or factory fish factory and when I am working in the fish fabric every night I tend to go to Norwegian course every morning so I worked in the factory for almost two years I've realized that uh, I want to be a teacher here. I want to continue my profession. And then luckily, they in the Philippines, we say absorbed or they uh, hired you because they see that uh, you can uh, teach some of the students. You are capable on uh, teaching. I can uh, say that I'm lucky. I am blessed to find uh, those people to get the opportunity to have the practice the language practice in that uh, school that they need the assistant teacher. What I uh, like about uh, or I love is I've experienced a lot of things. I've experienced how they celebrate Christmas, how how is the Holy Week in Norway, how is the certain of my <laughs> or their constitutional day. I also buy my own bunad their traditional or national clothes. So the best teacher is to experience it. Experience is the best teacher, they say that. Definitely, yeah, I agree. But what what's your opinion about the food? The food, there are foods yeah, that I really loved. <laughs> For example, ribe, because it's kind of similar to the Philippines. We have lechon, we served a wool a pig in the table and ribe is the belly or the part the belly part of the pig it's really delicious to me they have lox of course norwegian salmon outstanding <laughs> it's very delicious and oh my god i there are lots of foods that they have lamb shot it's a lamb roasted lamb here in norway they use potato as their side dish before my husband used it. But now he used rice. He adopted the rice from me. That's, that's I would like to hear you. What are the things? It could be food or anything else. Where you are seeing that you are blending from the region, culture and society. And the one that you brought. Yeah, the food. I There's food in Norwegian that I love. Just like uh, shotbuller or it's meatballs. But sometimes I used to mix it. And also voruler or spring rolls. It is also popular now in Norwegians. I also make it at home and serve it with my husband and with his family. And they really love it. 
I think you don't need to change the tradition. You, ju you just need to adapt and you can also mix your... Because I can say that here in Norway, they're also adopted different cultures, just like uh, taco, eating taco in Fridays, <laughs> yeah, and also pizza. <laughs> yeah, I can say that uh, they also adopted some uh, traditions from other countries. Yeah, definitely. But Donita, tell me, so uh, uh, how old you were when you came to Norway? I came here when I am uh, 22 years old. Now I am 27. Is there anything in Norway that you can say that you are kind of missing? Of course, in the Philippines, I miss my neighbors or my relatives here in Norway. Although I have my two sisters here, we are three sisters here. So I have my eldest sister and my younger sister with me here in Norway. But still, uh, some of my relatives, of course, my mother and my father and also my little brother is, is still in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then uh, when it comes, uh, when we will talk about family or some relatives, we, we have uh, social medias, so now we have video calls, we can talk with each other every day. My mother tends to call me almost every day. Sometimes even when I'm teaching, oh, my mother is calling. So I, I will tell to her because there is uh, six hours different uh, time, yeah, time difference. So she doesn't know that uh, even it's the in the evening in the philippines it's a morning or daytime here in norway yeah but uh, even though i uh, missed some of my relatives i missed some foods i have my sister here we tend to use some uh, norwegian ingredients to create an another kind of food that we yeah, we can say similar kind of similar to philippines uh, yeah food or delicacies. There are differences and there are also similarities. For example, the difference is uh, here in Norway, you must uh, came on time. Uh, if you doesn't came on time when you will take the bus or take the ferry, they will not wait for you. And also here in Norway, I have learned uh, free loop sleeve, uh, open air living. They tend to go to walk outside, go hiking, climb the mountains every weekend. <laughs> they uh, go outside and enjoy the nature. Unlike in the Philippines, we, uh, when it's the weekends, we tend to go to shopping store or boutique or malls. And the weather, yeah, you must be always ready. You must check it every day. And Norwegians, they have this quote, Definesike dårlig var, vare dårlig klar. There's no such thing as a bad weather, just bad clothing. So you must be ready. <laughs> Windproof, waterproof. I have also lived in Oslo last 2019 to 2020 when I am studying there. And I've experienced it that uh, I can go out with uh, just a short dress. And unlike in uh, Trondelag or Sor Trondelag, it's more colder here unlike in southern Norway or in Oslo. I also have my own YouTube channel, my own Facebook page. I do a lot of things, but I think one of my talent is multitasking. Tell us, please, your, your channel. Use, use this opportunity to, to spread the word about. 
Mm, my YouTube channel is Pinay Teacher in Norway. It means a Filipina teacher who is living in Norway. And uh, I am sharing my experiences, life, culture, all those things that I've learned here in Norway and how to cope up living here as an immigrant. All, and also sometimes I used to teach uh, some immigrants uh, how to speak uh, Norwegian. So I do live streaming and then I'm teaching them. We have also digital sprokape. So digital, it's digital. Before sprokape, it's just a way of practicing Norwegian language with some of the Norwegians. Yeah. But now I'm I am encouraging them to because practice makes perfect, Ikasan, and practicing helps you to master the language. That's why I'm I am encouraging them. There's no judgment, just uh, Talk freely, try to use Norwegian and express yourself. If you need some help, we are here to help. And also, I have a Filipina Learning Nosh group in Facebook. It is a group that helps my co-Filipinos here in Norway to learn Norwegian. So I'm sharing all my strategies or tips. I've done this thing. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's good to me or it works with me yeah maybe it can also work with you that's what i am just uh, it's just only my experience <laughs> that's uh, i just want to share and uh, some of the filipinas i also received messages and uh, feedbacks and they are very appreciative with my uh, blogs some of them said to me that because of me, because of my videos, they passed the Noshke Prube, they passed the Theory Prube because I also shared one video on how to have your driver's license here in Norway. Because having a driver's license, especially when you're living on the countryside, is very important when you will go to work. So I, I, I feel very blessed and I also appreciate that some of the people who are watching my vlogs appreciates me. <laughs> I think it only started because of my sisters. I have two sisters here and uh, I am the one who came here first and I want to help them to yeah, uh, pass the exams and uh, get also the driver's license. Now my sister this year get her own driver's license. So uh, I think uh, those things can also help other immigrants because uh, my experiences can give some ideas with them how they can make it easier. Also, I share some of my references and materials that I used to learn. It's for free. I, uh, they don't need to pay anything. <laughs> Just message me if they want. That's nice. That's really nice and I'm... Uh... I really want to thank you once again that you contacted us and thank you very much for being uh, part of our Norwegian Newcomers family. Thank you so much, Olhiso, for giving me this opportunity. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. This episode was made possible with support from Bergis and Steve Telsen and our members on Patreon. If you would like to support our podcast, search for Norwegian Newcomers on Patreon, Facebook or Instagram. We are back next Tuesday. Thank you for listening and take care.